Hello, welcome to Built in Buffalo Network for QB Sneak. Uh, this has uh, been a little bit of a ride. I mean, this was uh, uh, not a great game, in my opinion. Uh, so again, for those just jumping in to uh, watch this, this is QB Sneak brought to you by Built in Buffalo Network. My name is Mike Chimbersky. And with me, as always, my co-host, Addison Shumagala. We're both, uh, we both played in I mean, way back when in high school days, uh, some quarterback and we're familiar with positions. So we really love doing this. What we do each and every week, we break down the quarterback performance of Josh Allen and then whoever he was playing against uh, that current week. And then we also kind of try to pre predict what's going to happen in the upcoming week. So let's just dive right into it. Again, I mentioned I didn't think this was a great game. Take it away, Ed. Uh, well, yeah, Mike, it. I think I got a little too bold with my predictions last week. Uh, I was I was really hoping for like that, just you know, slam dunk game, something to kind of remind everybody in the rest of the league that you know like we're this is still our division. But it didn't it didn't go the way we wanted, and it's okay. Uh, it doesn't mean that the Bills are out of you know the first you know first place in the AFC East. It also doesn't mean that the Bills are out of playoff contention or anything like that. Uh, there were a few takeaways from this game. Um, that kind of were a little eye-opening to myself. I'm sure they were to you as well, and some of the fans out there. But uh, first and foremost, let's 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 dive right into the stats here, because Josh, I had predicted that Josh was going to go off for like 350 yards. I was being yeah. really bold. I was, but got nowhere close. In fact, he went 18 for 34, which is about 53 percent. 205 yards, no touchdowns. He did rush for two, and we'll get to that in a second. Uh, but he had two interceptions, and before I continue with the rest of the stat line, those two picks were not good decisions. Uh, it's not like they were tip balls or anything. They were just just poorly thrown balls and poorly thrown opportunities. Uh, yeah, he was I mean, sacked five times. Five. They, they got they they got in as as uh, with no problem. Uh, the blocking was terrible. It was. And then, and then he, you know, he, but he also does tend to hold on to the ball a little bit longer than he should, uh, depending on uh, which particular play we're talking about. But uh, he just didn't seem to have that same Josh mag magic that we're used to. I mean, when he did roll out, uh, that's what I know what you're saying with those interceptions, very uncharacteristic throws, like just, just that throw to Dawson Knox. I mean, he had him. I saw what he saw. Like I could see what he was seeing. Yeah. But uh, also though, too, they showed a, a replay and I wanted to point this out when he was rolling out, there was a, a big lineman, a defensive lineman uh, going across with him. And then also behind him was the DB and Josh. If you see from the angle that he saw it, that guy was blocking his vision to of seeing that corner. So he didn't see past the defensive lineman, that other defender that was behind him. And that's why he threw it. That's why he underthrew it. Cause he thought he had Dawson Knox wide open. Right. Uh, and, and obviously if he would have saw that DB there, he would have put more air under it so that it could went up and over and then just kind of got to Dawson Knox on the next, like on a, like more of an arced throw. Right. But, yeah. And I, I actually remember exactly what you're talking about. And it was the one where they brought like the, the, the cable camera all the way down to field level and kind of had it roll with Josh behind him, you know, to yep. kind of get a really good angle of the play. And that's exactly the replay you're talking about. And you're right. Cause you and I have both been in this position where sometimes you just can't see and you're just throwing where your receiver's supposed to be. Yes. Or sometimes or you, you just have to, or make, you know, 
But, and you think he's wide open, and then as soon as you let it go, you're like, I wish I had that back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and it, it sucks. It really does. I, I, yeah, I can't. I hate it too. But I mean, at the same time, that doesn't happen very often with Josh because he's six five. Dude, he's a big guy. He can see over most linemen, and it just it turned out to not be one of those plays that went in his way. Um, yeah, it's unfortunate. I still think it was kind of a bad decision though because you're you're throwing into the unknown there. And I get what, like you said, I get what he was trying to do. I get what he saw, but if you aren't aware of where the DBs are on the field, especially when you're, you know, in a situation where you're rolling out of the pocket and you're trying to make a play and the play is kind of collapsing on you, that's a lot riskier, especially because you don't have the mechanics of the throw that you would like, like planting the feet, you know, Moving the hips in the whole nine yards. You're, you're throwing exactly. off the run. And it was kind of a little bit – it wasn't cross-bodied, but it was a little bit of like a weird, you know, yeah, twist in his hips to get that ball out. Oh, exactly. I mean, you know, it, it, you're always going to be much more accurate uh, when you, with your feet set, you know. Yeah. So, so uh, I'm with you there. I guess the biggest thing that stands out to me, like, with this whole game is, like, just this is the, the question that I have, you know, is, like, this is what we were expecting. Josh struggles, Wilson shines. I mean, that was the, I mean, that's the thing for me uh, with how it all went down was I was expecting a big game from Josh and you, you know, you already said you were like over, uh, I think even your hype got me going, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to have a great game. He's going to go off, man. Like, yeah. yeah. And, and then uh, we got brought back down to reality because the Jets defense is good and that's why they're where they're at. Uh, yeah, well, it's not it's not just their defense like their offense actually showed, you know, some some really smart football and efficiency. yes, inefficiency. Yes, thank you. And, you know, I'll I'll I'll, uh, I'll get to Zach Wilson here in a second. But just to, I just want to finish off Allen's stat line yeah, real quick. That's what I mean, that Josh struggles. Go ahead. He did. Yeah. He did. He His QBR was only a sixty four point three and his rating. Is <laughs> anyone looking? It was a forty six point eight. Whoo. <laughs> and he got in on top of all this which is it doesn't show on a stat line he got hurt yeah well i mean towards the end of the game i mean yes and i mean does he i still think that he threw a very a perfect hero ball to to gabe davis gabe oh davis, yeah yeah that's, no that's, yeah and that's, 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 i guess i should i guess i should rephrase he got hurt yeah because <laughs> even after I could not believe that throw. I, I mean, I to me, I was like, Gabe, like when the game's on the line, I know like sauce was all over him. You gotta catch that man. It hit him. It, it, was, right it was right in his. It was right in his. Like literally, basket. right here. Yeah. And it just it, like a, it was a dime. Like how yeah. do you not catch that? Uh, I mean, I, I get it. Everyone drops one here and there, but man, and that is a contested catch. Like it is. Like because you're that. like you said, Sauce Gardner was all over Gabe Davis, but. You got to make that play, man. That's why yeah. you're an NFL receiver. I, I, yeah. I mean, I'm not mad at him, but man, I wish he would have caught that ball. I know. Because we could be look, talking about a whole different thing because he catch, catches that ball. They're, they're well within uh, range to score or not range yeah. to score, but you know, they're moving the chains and they're, and they're way upfield now. But I mean, if hands or butts, I mean, can't go back, but no, no, we can't. But on the flip side of the coin here, um, the Jets played well especially on defense, like you'd mentioned, uh, but on offense, Zach Wilson, like this is, this is kind of an interesting stat line for me because, and going off to the little banner here at the bottom, what did he shine 
<laughs> That's why I no. put question mark. No. Like, we'll see I'm going to say no. Kinds? But the question kid played mark? well. I, I will give him credit where credit's due. He played a, he he played played a good game. He played smart football because – and I'll just I'll read a stat line real quick. He was 18 for 25, which is 72%. Right, that's that's really good. Um, he only threw for 154 yards, which I think I, I think when I predicted, I gave him 200. Yeah, that's all I have is 154 passing yards, and I think I'd predicted him throwing for 200. So, little under uh, under expectation there, but um, he averaged 6.2 yards per carry. He did throw a touchdown pass. He did not throw an interception. He was sacked twice, um, and they were both like deep sacks too. Like when he was, that was the thing too. Allen was sacked five times for 22 yards. And uh, Wilson was sacked twice for 18. So um, maybe that's something he needs to work on is when he feels the pressure coming in and he's not going to get that ball away, he needs to move upfield. But his QBR was a 76.4 and his rating was a 101.1. I don't want to admit this, but like you reading that to me, just just efficiency alone, Zach played better. Right. That's what I was getting at. Like, Like I said, going back to the question here on the board, did he shine? No. But he outdid well. He outdid well. well. Uh, so again, I, I don't want it, as much as I don't want to admit it. He actually wins today. Uh, he beats he beats Josh. Zach wins. I, yeah. I give it to, I give it to Zach on this one. But let's but let's go back. I just want to take a moment to go back to the to the other game that the Bills lost when we played Miami. It's the same thing. Well, I shouldn't say the same thing. Allen actually balled out that game, but yeah, but in terms of like the op, you know the opposing team's quarterback, it was a very similar stat line. Tua did not have the greatest day throwing the ball, but he came in clutch a lot. So he did. He had a clutch factor, and they they got the plays that they needed to that produced points. Uh, I right. think I think that's going to be my theme of the week because I kind of was talking about it last week on the pregame show where, uh, you know, like the, the run game, I kept saying, I, I, maybe the jets heard me and uh, now I feel guilty <laughs> because I said, if I'm the jets, I'm going to watch the green Bay film and figure out how the hell green Bay moved the ball so well on the ground against Buffalo. And I'm going to exploit that. And that's exactly what they did. They, they went out and they, they had a great game plan for when they were, when the game was, within their grasp or in their reach, they started pounding the ball at at Buffalo on the ground and they were finding success. And it was very similar run plays that Green Bay ran and and it worked. And that's exactly what I would have done if I was New York also. So, um, so when that, when that happened, I was like, well, you know what? There I go opening my big mouth. And the, the, I, I, you know what it was is that the, it was you buddy. Watched QB sneak and <laughs> yeah. he, he had to have. That's the only thing I can think of. You know, because where else would he come up with it? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it surely wasn't the film from the Green Bay game. No, they weren't even watching it until I said something. Right. Uh, but, <laughs> but uh, the um, what I'm yeah, what I'm what I'm getting at here is like it's just like you're saying like Tua came in and he made the plays that he that he needed to make and they produced points and that was the point I was getting at is that the, the, they ran the ball very well and then when Wilson needed to make a throw that he needed to make he did it and and it it produced enough points that's way when it's leading yeah. the points you're you're going to win the football game when when you do what Green Bay did where they they ran all over but they were playing from behind and it's not turning into touchdowns, then that's not a formula for success. But the Jets did a little tweaking. Uh, they actually got points when they needed it. So, right, yeah. In fact, one of the, one of their touchdowns came on the ground, too, with uh, Michael Carter. So Exactly. Um, but in that's total, when, that's say, when in running total, is effective. Right, 
Right. And I was going to say, too, in total, like just like the Green Bay game, the Jets put up a lot of numbers on the ground. Um, they they had 34 carries for 174 yards total as a team. Like, it's almost that's, sad to hear. It, 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 no, it isn't almost. It is sad to hear, like, especially because the Bills supposedly have the number one defense, right? Stat-wise, for the most part, they do. But the last two games, they have been unable to stop the run. And that's very concerning, especially coming going into next week against Minnesota, who has Dalvin Cook. Yeah, and and if anyone is concerned, like if anyone uh, does have doubts and concerns, I think it's it's at this point it's rightfully so because, you know, I read an article I think uh, just the just yesterday or it might have been even this morning uh, where uh, they Von Miller said like no worries about the the run defense or whatever, and I mean you got to say that because that's your team and you're not gonna you're not gonna uh, yeah show any weakness, but it it now it's it's just become obvious though that they, they have struggles against stopping the run. I mean, that's two games in a row. I, yeah. I think one, one bad game, it's a fluke. Two games in a row, now, now there's, there's something that they're exploiting that's uh, an issue with your scheme right. and personnel. Uh, so for, for me, anyways, I, this, isn't, this isn't anything new, though. Like, if you go all the way back to, I think, two seasons ago, uh, when uh, we played Tennessee, when the Bills played Tennessee, and that Derrick Henry just had himself a day, uh, yeah. that that formula to beat the Bills is nothing new. Uh, it, it's the same. It's the same thing, and it seems like no matter who they go out and get to to fill these gaps, it, it's still the same problem. And for me, what I think it really comes down to is scheme, and they play such a zone defense. Yeah, that, that's that's the worst thing against the run because they, they their, their first step isn't forwards, you know, like so. Right. Oh, yeah, for sure. Linebackers are backing up into pass coverage and then and then attacking, you know, because everyone's got their own zone assignments. And, yeah, they have their everyone understands like the gap assignments, too, for on, on run plays. And I'm not saying that they play poorly, but the, and the linebackers usually do a good job. Maybe maybe because Matt Milano wasn't there with Edmonds that, you know, it wasn't as effective. But. Well, so, I mean, maybe that's that's a good possibility there. But for me and for what I saw, um, it was more of a fundamentals issue because the Bills were getting in the backfield. They were getting to the running back. They were getting to Zach Wilson. It wasn't like there wasn't plays that the play should have been stopped either right at the line of scrimmage or a tackle for loss, but tackling was the problem. For whatever reason, like Michael Carter and James Robinson, for that matter, had no problem slipping tackles and just going downfield for 10, 15 yards. And yeah, yards multiple Bills players are, are missing tackles. And, I'm, and that was, to me, that was what I saw watching this game and, and more so with the run defense is just that like we knew what the play was, we saw where the ball was going, but the Bills players couldn't wrap up. They couldn't pull the guy down, and that's what to me that's what the problem was. It wasn't so much a you know a scheme and personnel issue as much as it was a fundamentals issue. Yeah, and for me too, you know, uh, like I I know the play already. I I don't know what it's called, but I already know uh, what uh, what teams do and what their favorite run play is, and it's right off tackle. It's right. Yeah. It's like, yeah, right and they off. usually pull the guard or the tackle to the inside to. Yep. And it's, you know, and it's right off tackle, left or right, doesn't matter. And uh, it just tends to be there. It, the, the hole seems to be there. And for whatever reason, they can 
find success doing that. So look, look for Minnesota to, to try to exploit this also. If you got Dalvin Cook, that's what you're doing, you know. Yeah. Uh, and and they, they have a much more potent passing offense than, than the Jets do. So the Bills are in trouble if the Minnesota Vikings can get the run game going and then – and then also start sprinkling in some past, like they, they could be in for a rough day. Um, but I, I just, for me, I just think to myself a lot about previous seasons and this was an issue before, uh, and I really don't want to go back down that road. I mean, we were still, the bills ended up still making the playoffs still ended up being you yeah. know, competitive, but this can be a real Achilles heel uh, down the stretch. Uh, you Especially in the playoffs. Yeah. And you, well, you can lose games that you have no business losing because you can't, well, the Bills have so far, honestly, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, the Bills should have beaten Miami and they should have beaten the Jets. So, the, yeah, the two losses that they have should have been winnable games. And that's what I mean. Uh, the Lions are even good at running the football. So, like, they're all – trust me, like, as soon as as soon as soon they sense a little bit of weakness, Sharks are in the water now. That they're, oh, yeah. They're, they're, yep. they're going to come at you with the same game plan that everyone else has uh, to, to try to, to, you know, dethrone you, basically. But – Jumping into next week, speaking of Minnesota anyways, uh, we have a little bit of an issue. We don't know who's playing, Josh or Case Keenum. Uh, it's up in the air right now, day-to-day. Uh, -day. Uh, I think Sean McDermott even mentioned now at this point it's hour, hour by hour. They're just taking it easy. I know yeah, Josh that's a new one. practiced on Thursday. Uh, very Friday. obviously limited capacity, but was out there. So, I, yeah. I you know, great, but – is it though? <laughs> I've I've been asked this question all week. Um, who who do you think the Bills are going to play, and who do you who do you think we should play? And you know, I, I I'm going to say give you the same answer I gave them. Um, if Josh is 100, percent if he is ready to go, no questions. Sure, absolutely, put him in there. But at the same time, if He's not, and he doesn't, and he needs another week to just kind of recover and just make sure that his arm is 100% for the remainder of the season. Maybe it's better to go with Case Keenum. And I know that that's not necessarily a popular opinion, and that's fine, but um, but there, he's. let's look at Case Keenum. He, the Bills traded a, traded a draft pick to get him, right? Um, he is the backup. Obviously, he's not going to beat out Allen at his job, um, and that's that's fine, but – Case hasn't had a bad run. He he's he's been in some unforgiving situations that kind of led to his career to him coming to Buffalo, and that's fine. Uh, but he did have a good season when he played with Minnesota. A couple of good seasons actually when he played with Minnesota. I think they got to uh, the what is it, the NFC Championship with him. Yeah, and he, he had the miracle throw to Stefan. Yes. Yep. Okay. So so he's got experience. He knows what he's doing. He's a veteran, um, and he's been running with the first the first. Uh, first string offense for the entire week. So it's not like he's unfamiliar with this and, and it's not like he can't perform. I think I, I, it would be a completely different game plan if it, if the Bills decide to go with Case Keenum over Josh for this game. But I think it's possible for for him to pull out the W. I, I, I think, Alan, it's a lot more likely, but, you know, we'll have to wait and see because, like you said, it's hour by hour. I think that I think you know you might not have the most popular opinion on it, but I'm I'm with you on it and to a standpoint that if Josh isn't 100 percent and he's not ready to go, I don't want to force him to be out there on a game that might not have any bearing later on. I mean, if they do lose, like for me, is it the end of the world? I mean, I'll be upset, but like 
it's only three. You're still six and three. Right. You know, you, you're and still it's an in NFC team and it's an NFC team. You're still in good shape. Uh, you start winning some other games and Josh gets healthy. And then, you know, you're, you're seven, like next thing you know, you're seven and three, eight and three, nine and three. Now, I mean, what's, what's, what's wrong with those three losses? I mean, the only thing that really is a, a really bu- a big buzzkill is everyone's kind of catching up now. And, and not only are they catching up, uh, sitting at six and two with two division losses. And not only that, they're, you know, and then AS, they're also in the same conference. So it, this isn't helping when it comes down to trying That's to make division. the playoffs come through Buffalo. Right. Yeah. And that's, I mean, but this is, this is where coaching matters. You know, this is where, this is where the coaching staff of the bills needs to sit down and really strategize how the rest of the season's going to go. Cause we're over the halfway point. So they got to really figure out what's the smart play here and whether they go with, whether Allen's a good enough to go and he goes or he's not. And they put in case Keenum, I'm confident in their decisions and I trust that they're doing the right thing for the team. I, I think that I think you're right with this as far as, you know, if case has to roll it, that too, like, I mean, it, it's going to have to be a whole different game plan, but I think that the team believes in case he's a good guy in the locker room. They, like I've noticed that he's kind of like, he's kind of silly. Uh, I, I've seen some, he's very silly. Yeah. He likes, <laughs> likes to joke around, but they, they all love him. Like, I mean, they, they all like him. He, he's well-respected in the locker room. You can tell uh, how they feel about him. So these guys will play for him. I know that. Yeah. So, so I know that they'll go out there and give it their, it's not just because, okay, it's not Josh. We're not, we're not going to try as hard. I think they'll, I, they might even get more effort out of their receivers knowing that they don't have uh, Josh to pick them up because, you know, this isn't going to be the same offense because you're not going to like case doesn't have that, that escape ability and that mobility and the, and the ability to like extend plays like nonsensical amount of time <laughs> where, yeah, well, yeah i mean he's capable but he's not josh capable no he's not and and and, and that's what that's all i'm saying is is it's not going to be at the same level i mean he can move uh but he's yeah, not he gonna, can he's not gonna rip off those big runs and, no he's and not he, gonna get he's not gonna carry the ball 17 times for 86 yards and two touchdowns <laughs> yeah, like, that's not happening no so it's oh. a whole different thing you know you're gonna have to rely on some of your run like your, these running backs will have to step up and the offensive line is gonna have to hold for case uh, to find guys open, but if I'm if I'm the Bills, uh, obviously you got to watch the tape. I don't know much about Minnesota, but if I'm if I'm the Bills, you make an easy game plan for Case Keenum, and you you have quick throws that allow him to get in a rhythm early, and and then he gets confident. He starts getting confident, and and then you know that's when he's going to be willing to make like the big throw if he needs to, or if like you know something something pops open where he can hit him over top and it's there, he's going to take it. Uh, but if you, if you already make it too complicated for him and, you know, he's throwing in completions and, and he's getting and the, the ball's barely moving and, you know, the bills have to punt a bunch. You're not going to get that same confidence. If he, if he sees the the big throw, uh, he might not, he might be hesitant to, to make those, make the big throw. So I think you gotta, you gotta build his confidence early and, you know, show that he can command this offense just just at the same level as Josh, or or you know maybe not like in the same way, but but be still be just as efficient and 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 come away with points. So quick quick throws, get Diggs involved on design passes that he can run after catch. Get sprinkling some Isaiah McKenzie if you ask me with those jet sweeps, and and then you know work it from there. And then obviously Gabe Davis and Dawson Knox, get them involved too. Like, but 
make it simple. Pass the sticks or to the sticks and, you know, and get the first downs. First downs turn into touchdowns if you get enough of them. So Right, and not only uh, that, but you're keeping Minnesota's offense off the field. Right, and, 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 the, so and just our, grind. And the Bills' defense gets the rest, and maybe they don't get beat up so bad against Delvin Cook. So that's that's how, right. for me uh, what they need to do if it's Case Keenum. Yeah, um, I was gonna I was gonna kind of say kind of say something similar. Um, you know, short pass routes, stuff that's quick and easy for him to get the ball off. You know, pretty pretty easily for the most part. Um, and literally take what the defense gives you. Uh, the Vikings have a pretty solid defense. Um, it's been, you know, kind of holding them in into their games that they have. That like the seven games they won. I, I don't know if you saw this post on. Uh, I think it was on it was on Facebook or Instagram or something. But basically, it kind of went through all the Vikings wins. And like, there's a lot of teams that the Vikings beat that weren't exactly great teams, and they didn't beat them by much. Um, so there's hope. You know, even if it is, if, even if it does end up being Case Keenum, there's hope that the Bills can still pull off a pretty significant win here. Um, we'll have to wait and see what the, what the game plan looks like. But I know for the Vikings, one of their biggest weaknesses is their offensive line. So the Bills' pass rush should have a good day. And and that's and that's what the, the Bills brought Von Miller in for. You know, like, and and he's made a difference. Don't get me wrong on that. I mean, like you can see it. Uh, yeah. And and he is clutch. I I mean, I I didn't. I, I knew he was good, but like now fa- the fact that now the Bills have him and I get to watch him every week, uh, some of the, the the sacks that he gets, like it's like he's in there so fast, and and he doesn't like he'll wrap up like like so one thing that I always had a problem with Jerry Hughes is like he would hit the quarterback, but sometimes he like wouldn't wrap up and just bring him down, you right? Know, or like, or like just get his arm like on his throwing arm or something to disrupt yeah. the play. Right, which is great, but like, but Vaughn, like, he gets in there and then he just makes sure that that quarterback is going down. He does it the right way. He doesn't he doesn't hit him in a foul way, and he doesn't. Yeah, it's almost like he knows the exact way to tackle the quarterback where he's not going to get that roughing call. Right, um, but yeah, he does it fantastically. I mean, the, I mean, even the I think did he have both sacks? Uh, um, I know he had one. I don't think he. I don't know. I'd have to go back and double check the stats, but but either way, the, the point I'm yeah. trying to make is he's made a difference, and and I've seen it uh, in just how the the rest of the the D line plays when it comes to uh, rushing the passer. So no, he didn't. He only, he had one of those two. Jamar okay. Hamlin had the second one. Aha, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. But he he definitely like he definitely makes a difference. He's I think he's averaging at least a sack a game almost. Uh, so I mean that's that's fantastic. That's exactly what they brought him on for, and. And the rest of the defense is playing better in that aspect as well. But I, what I want to see, though, is a, a big day from Ed Oliver, Jordan Phillips, and now Russo's got to sit. So, so Epinesa, next man up, you got to, they got to do something, you know, get, yeah, get, and, and Poyer's out again, too. So, and this, so like a lot of this is going to be on the offense. It's, you know, this is just part of, this is just part of football where you have all these injuries. And of course, it would be, where, you know, everyone's like got Super Bowl aspirations. This would be the season that the injury bug strikes, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But but that's okay. Uh, good teams persevere through this stuff. So Right, and good teams find a way for their backups to shine. Yeah. Uh, but so let's move on to uh, to Case Keenum. Uh, if I'm if I'm the Vikings and I'm, I'm trying to beat the Bills, I mean I, I think we've already kind of spelled it out because the Jets already did it for you, and so and, and Green Bay kind of gave you the formula. And so for me, uh, if I'm if I'm Kirk Cousins, I'm going to rely on uh, Dalvin Cook. 
quite a bit. Uh, let him do his thing. If the offensive line can can create some lanes for him so that that run game gets rolling, uh, then I then if I'm Kirk Cousins, it's play action passes, uh, get the linebackers to freeze for a second, and hit your hit your uh, well loaded wide receiver core. He's got what uh, Jefferson, right? Jefferson uh, and Adam Thielen. And Adam Thielen. So I mean, they're they're more than capable of moving that ball, if, if especially if you got linebackers freezing on play action and people biting on fakes. Uh, that could be they could have it themselves today if they do it the right way. Uh, so if I'm Kirk Cousins, I'm actually coming into this game quite confident, knowing that my run game could possibly take off, and yeah. that, that this takes a load off my back if I'm any quarterback. So and any defense. Yeah. Yeah, so so for for if I'm if I'm the Vikings, that's that's my game plan. Uh, what do you what do you think with uh, Kirk? Uh, I so I think the Vikings need to come into this game with a really healthy balance of plays. I think um, I think you run the ball absolutely, but you also need your healthy dosing of passes. You need you need if if I'm if the Vikings are my team, right? You you need that that balance. You need to keep the Bills defense guessing because. Not only do you have key Bills players out for this game on defense, but you also uh, you have to understand, too, that, like, yes, the formula has been kind of given to you that the run is kind of the way to go when it, when it comes to playing the Bills defense. But the Bills defense is going to start cracking down on this at some point. So if it's this week, you've got to have that healthy dose of, of passing in there to not only op- keep the run open, but also stretch the field, especially when you've got, uh, two backup safeties out there and you've got um, you know, you still got rookie corners out there and Dane Jackson out there because Trey White's not, not, not back yet. So you've got to exploit the opportunities, use your all pro receivers to, you know, to get separation and make plays. Um, and then on the, you know, on the flip side of the ball there for the, for the defense, get after case, if it's case, get after Josh, if it ends up being Josh. Uh, it's a little bit different, though, if, like I said, with game plan for the Bills, if it's, you know, depending on which quarterback. But if you want to roll into that, we can do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so for, for me here is, like, I, 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 again, I haven't watched enough uh, with Minnesota to to really make a true opinion. I know that they obviously won. Uh, that They have how, – how many have they lost? Just one? Yeah, they're seven and one. Seven and one. I mean, you don't get the seven and one because you because you suck because that's just not how it works. You get the seven and one because you're a well balanced football team, and that's what I think the Bills are going to going to see is that this is a well balanced football team. They can't take it lightly. Uh, we're going to need either whether it's Josh or Case. It doesn't matter. Uh, they're either one's going to still have to step up and make some real plays for this to be a W. I I think it, I agree. It's a much harder game than some of the other games that we played. Even though even though. Uh, they lost to the Jets and Miami. Uh, those those games were very winnable, and and this one I feel like Minnesota is a little bit of a better football team than the Jets. So uh, the Jets are obviously up and coming, and they know what they're doing there, and they're built they're building something that's actually going to be pretty solid. Maybe they maybe Zach Wilson isn't the answer, but that's a whole another hot take uh, for another day. But yeah, but with Minnesota, you you they they know they have Kirk Cousins and Kirk Cousins has been the man for a while over there in Minnesota and they and he and he's done well he's done pretty good so this is going to be a, a tough battle I think between uh, two solid football teams and the only thing that might really be the Achilles heel for Buffalo is just the, this injury bug I mean if if they get torched on defense it's going to be because there's just they don't have the the, the defensive firepower that 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 we're used to seeing with uh, having Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde, you know, 
uh, back there, and especially like Tredavious White. I don't know if he's playing or yet, not yet either. Uh, hopefully, uh, that'd be nice. Uh, yeah, I, I, it would, but I think he, I think he's still uh, sitting one more. I think he's still sitting this week. Yeah, I, I, I do now, like how they're handling this though. Don't rush it. Like I mean, right? Like, yeah, absolutely. You don't want you you want when he comes back, you want him back for good. So yeah, you want you want the real Trey White back, not not uh, yeah. not somebody who's like just trying to play through injury because you want him out there. So. Right. And Allen is still questionable. Like he's not doubtful. He's not out. He's questionable. So there's a, there's still a pretty solid chance that he plays. So um, I mean, before we close it, I guess what my uh, guess what my question is this: So say say Josh is adamant about playing. He wants to play. He's yes, he's ailing. It hurts, you know. And uh, but he's going to play through the pain. Uh, it's almost like you could. It's almost as if though, still having Josh play feeling like that is almost like having a backup quarterback play anyway. And so it, it does. And it also changes the game plan because you're not going to be taking as many deep shots and you're not going to have him run the ball as much. And that's, but that's exactly what you would have done if you bring in case Keenum. So, so I almost think to myself, like if he can maybe, yeah, maybe it's the same game plan. The pain and uh, cause I, like I did read somewhere, I think it's more of a pain tolerance thing than it is a, uh, um, a full blown injury. Yeah. I, I guess the, the prognosis or whatever that came back from, from the doctor was that, you know, Hey, it's one of those things that the damage is there. We can't do anything about it. So it's going to heal on its own, but you're kind of, basically it's your own pain tolerance that determines right. whether or not and you play. Yeah. And they were saying, Hey, if it hurts too much, don't do it. You know, don't push it more yeah. and then injure it more or, or do something else that, that, that right. could hinder even worse. But they're also saying, hey, like if you could, if you think he can play, and and they're not, they didn't say he couldn't. So um, that's to me, it's like, okay. I mean, I I already know how Josh feels, so he's, I think he's doing whatever he can to possibly get out there on that field, and yeah, you know, yeah. he has to just hand it off quite a bit uh, to and let Motor do his thing, and you know, I, we'll probably see a little a little bit more Hines than than we did last week because he's getting acclimated to the offense, and then you got you know, he could probably make those quick short throws anyways. I mean, he was, able, he was still able to throw a bomb even after he hurt his, hurt himself. So, right. Uh, yeah, I think it clocked in at 69.3 yards with next-gen stats. Yes. And they, that, so gave, that, was they, that gave the longest, Davis deep ball. That, that was the longest deep ball air-wise since 2007. Yeah, it was, which, yeah. So that's what, hence the hurt. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, uh, but, yeah, so, I mean, you're probably right. It's probably going to be the same game plan either way because. Yeah. So, I mean, I, the more I'm sitting here thinking about it, I just kind of came up with it now. So I'm thinking to myself, like, you know what? Let the guy play. <laughs> but I, that's probably just me being biased because I want to see Josh out there. But. Uh, oh, absolutely. So if it's Case Keenum, I'll back it up. And and I'm hoping they can come out with a W. Uh, any So what we're at here right now uh, is final thoughts. Uh, what do you got for us? Uh, okay. So this game, I'm project, I'm predicting that the, that the bills will squeak out. All right. I'm going to take, I'm going to take the bills in this to get the win here, uh, whether it's Josh or case doesn't matter. And I'm going to take it at 23 to 20, it's going to be 23 to 20 Buffalo. And I'm predicting that whether if it's case, probably, 200 yards passing. If it's Josh, I'm going to say 250. Um, and either one, two touchdowns. That's that's my prediction for them. Kirk Cousins, yeah. I'm going to project 250 yards passing as well. 
Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with I'm going to say case plays. And I think case is going to get like 200 yards passing. The bills will have a decent day on the, on the ground and they're going to kind of grind it out. Uh, but with, with, with each drive uh, leading the touchdowns, I'm going to, I'm going to say that, uh, you know, uh, Kirk gets, or not Kirk, uh, case throws for, uh, case throws for one touchdown and the other two are on the ground. And, um, okay. and, and the bills, the bills, uh, come, come at the Vikings with a unexpected rushing attack, uh, that is well-designed by Ken Dorsey, uh, to, to manage the game for case and, and still come out with a win. So I'm actually going to go with 28, 17. I think the bills will be prepared, uh, that I think the bill, or I think the right. Jets game was a punch in the mouth. Uh, oh, and, yeah, well, and that's going to wake yeah. them up a little bit. <laughs> and, and if anyone can wake a team up, uh, it's Sean McDermott and his coaching staff. Uh, he's done it before. Uh, it seems like he's able to somehow do some crazy halftime speech. Uh, yeah. and, <laughs> and rally the troops, so to speak. Rally the troops. So uh, speaking of rallying the troops, uh, happy veterans day to everyone out there, uh, you know, day late, but Hey, uh, I just want to put that out there. Thanks for everyone who served. Um, and this is QBC. Absolutely. Brought to you by Built in Buffalo Network. I'm Mike Shimberski. You can find me on Twitter, uh, Mike Shimberski at MIKOL2531. Uh, find me on Facebook as well, just Mike Shimberski. And anytime you want to talk football, Bills, uh, I'm all about it. Uh, so just uh, go ahead and send me a message, tweet me, anything like that. I'll, I'll have a discussion. Love, love talking shop. Uh, and, uh, and with me, as always, you can find Addison Shumagala on right here, the QB Sneak. Uh, and he's a co-host with me and go ahead with your Twitter. All right. Uh, yeah. If you uh, haven't, haven't seen the show before, it's right there on the screen. Uh, S-A-S-Z-U-M-I-G-A-L-A. That is it. No numbers at all. All right. I love numbers, but I don't, I don't use them <laughs> for Twitter. And, uh, <laughs> but anyways, you're right, Mike. Uh, great point pointing out. Uh, yes, it's a day late, but happy Veterans Day, of course. Um, much respect, especially because you and I both served. So Yep. Um, happy Veterans Day to you too. And thank you everybody for watching the show. Go Bills. Yeah. Yeah. Go Bills.